Hi, I'm Desiree Holmes Sharini, and this is your third uh, broadcast of Intuitive Journey with Desiree. And I'm welcoming you and excited that you're here. Uh, even if I don't seem excited, it's getting late day, so I'm getting a little weary. But um, I'm happy you're here, and I actually am really pleased to be sharing some information with you. In my second episode, which was the last one, uh, we talked about going from I wish to I am, and I uh, am creating a very short series here, including that one, this one, and the next one, that is a process of going from I wish to I am. And in that uh, broadcast, I talked about ways to get your wishes started and how to just start moving on from that, some ways like uh, imagining and perceiving yourself as it already being true, writing your goals down, and so forth. So if you missed that, go back and listen to that one, because that is the first step in this process that we're continuing on today. And this episode is called Defining Your Heart's Desire. And that's all about defining your values, defining what your mission in life would be, and when you know that, then your wishes aren't so willy-nilly and you can actually focus a little more and go in the direction that is consistent instead of going in circles. So I'm going to talk today about how do you define your heart's desire. There are so many things people say they want and they are sort of like, I wish this, I wish that. They say they want something, but it may not necessarily be in tune with what they truly value. So you can't really go on with wishes that may not really be what you really want. A lot of times we will say, oh, I wish this because somebody else has something or uh, people think that's what you should want in life. And it may not be true for you. So let's start with identifying values. And some of the ways that we can do that uh, are writing things down. If you're familiar with me and my work, uh, my book, um, Journey to Joy, The Written Path, talks all about writing as a process for getting from your subconscious to your conscious mind and getting those insights and aha moments through writing. What I recommend is that you can just ask yourself, the question, what do I value? And just start writing without any purpose, without any uh, structure. Just start writing. Say, I value. And just write and see where your pen goes and see what it writes for you. Because that will give you information that's coming from deep within and, and really is true for you as opposed to out there. That's one way. Another way is to meditate on it. If you are comfortable with meditation, you can lay down, sit down, and just start breathing and focusing and ask yourself, or even use the word value, I value, and make that a little bit of a mantra, I value, I value, and see what images come to mind, see if people come to mind, see if uh, places come to mind, see what comes to mind for you when you go through that sort of a meditation. Another similar way that um, I is really similar to a, a program I have out there on intuition is um, 
using your body to help identify what feels right and feels wrong. And a process you can use to do this is to find a baseline by thinking of something that you truly love, that truly makes you happy. It could be your child, your pet, your spouse, your grandmother, your old family home, an activity, something that you already know that you truly love. And focus on your body and see how that feels inside of you. And using that, go through a list of values. Go through a list of things you believe you value or you think about or that you work toward. And when you think of that, see how it feels in your body. Think of your job and see how that feels and see how it's different or, or better or worse than that feeling of joy that you feel in your body when you think of something you truly love. And if it matches, if you think of your job or your relationship or where you live or any of the things that you think you value, if it matches with that joy, that joyful feeling in your body, then you know for sure that is one of your core values. And it's intuition is a, a really wonderful tool for identifying your values because there's so much out there that tell us what we should value. There's TV commercials. There's the stuff that comes in the mail. There's, um, every, you know, so much around us says what you should value. And it may not be true for you. It may be true for someone else. It doesn't have to be true for you. So, example, somebody off the whim might say, oh, well, I value money. But it's not money that a person should value money is a piece of metal and a piece of paper. You might as well you know, value printer paper and nails, right? So it's not that, it's what money can do for someone. So money would be used differently from one person to another. One person might buy a house and they value therefore a home and security and a safe place. The other person has no interest in buying a house with that same money. They might buy a trip to Africa and they value exploring and freedom and travel. And the same money represents different things. So don't get caught up in the idea that money is of value. It's the experience. It's the what money can provide for you that is of value. And that's what you want to focus on. Some people, for another example, might say, well, I value my job. And the value of the job may be what you do in your job. Someone may truly value the work they do as a good thing, as beneficial for themselves and others. Another person might value their job because of what it provides for them individually. Uh, perhaps it's power or stature or reputation. And maybe that's what they value regardless of the work they do. So when you're evaluating your values, you want to understand what it is about that that you value. Someone might say family, and that might mean it might tie into security. 
So it may not be family, but it might mean the security of having family. Others might value family because they love to be the provider or they love to nourish or they value helping and mothering. So hone it down. It's like there's the big picture, then you, you find, find what inside of that is your true value. And when you define your values, then you can take those and then it doesn't have to be one value. You don't, nobody lives by one value. You can take that and you can combine them and then you can take those to your mission. What of those values can you feel is why you're here? How, how would you want to live your life to lead to those values? So, it might mean building a company that is for your stature, it's for your people to remember you by. It might mean building a company to provide for the community. It might mean building a family to provide for your grandchildren. It might mean you know, art. It might mean producing amazing art that's going to last for centuries and, and people thousand years from now will be looking at it. It might mean writing a book that can provide knowledge. It might mean learning. It might mean studying and, and gaining personal knowledge for self-satisfaction. And it might you may have all of those values, which means you're a very busy person. So honing in on what your values are and how those represent how you want to live your life is how you define your heart's desire. Your heart's desire is not a job, it's not money, it's not a relationship. It's what those represent to you. And they may represent different things to you than to someone else. So I invite you to take that time to focus and recognize what your values are and how those apply to your mission in your own life. And when you get that put together, then everything you do can lead in that direction. So you're not just willy-nilly wondering about uh, exploring this way, that way, chasing random things. You can ask yourself the question when you engage in something, when you spend money, when you do anything, you could say, is this leading me in the direction I want to go? Is this relationship leading me in the direction I want to go? Is this job taking me in the direction I want to go? Can I see how this can help me be more me, be more what I my heart's desire is, lead me toward that direction? Then you're not going to waste your time going one direction or spending time going another direction and feel like you've wasted time, money, energy, your life going someplace that wasn't toward your heart's desire. And the closer you can get to your heart's desire, the happier you'll be, the happier you are, the better person you will be to provide happiness to other people around you. And it's all win-win that way. So that's today's talk on moving forward and defining your heart's desire. In the next episode, the last of this little three-piece series, I'm going to talk about what's getting in your way, what, what's blocking you, what, what might be stopping you from achieving your wishes. And we'll get there next.
thanks for being here and I look forward to seeing you in the next broadcast. Please subscribe and wait for the next one and I look forward to seeing you. I'm also looking forward to very soon after this series, I will be having a guest to be um, that I've interviewed and, and she and I will be on here. I'm sharing that one soon and the really interesting information coming out of those interviews that I'm looking forward to post. So thanks so much and have a great afternoon, day, evening, whatever it is, and I will see you next time.